On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, talk about making a splash in his first year of U.S. college baseball. Logan Grant joins us to talk about his mystical season at Bismarck. Welcome to episode 133 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Every young baseball player starting off their college career dreams of making an impact right out of the gate. But maybe not to the extent Logan Grant achieved with Bismarck State College Mystics. The freshman catcher and infielder made life difficult for opposing National Junior College Athletic Association pitchers, hitting a fantastic 423 with 8 home runs, 58 RBIs, and 6 stolen bases in 37 games. And for being such a young athlete, he's had an interesting journey to get to where he's at, including playing at both of Alberta's premier academies. Grant has had some downtime in quarantine after returning home from North Dakota recently, so we had a chat about his season, growing up on the family farm outside Chestermere, and much, much more. Logan, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let's start off talking about the awards. You were named to the Mondak All-Conference team, as well as the NJCAA All-Region 13 team. Uh, what did it mean to you to receive those recognitions? Um, it was it was a huge honor, honestly. Um, being a freshman, you know, I came in and... My goal was to be named all-conference, and I put in that work, and, you know, hearing my name and seeing my name on those lists uh, definitely felt really good after all the work we put in over the winter. The stat line's pretty impressive, I gotta say. 423, 8 home runs, 58 RBIs in 37 games. What was working for you at the plate over the course of the season? Honestly, my mentality was I wanted to do anything I could to help us win. Um, I mean, guys in scoring position... You know, sometimes you can't go for your swing and try to get that double or that home run. You just need that little single to score a couple of runs and get us on the board. So for me, it was just simplify it and do what I can to help the team out. Has that always been your mindset going in or did you kind of have to adjust it just to kind of simplify the game, especially going to a higher level? Kind of always has in my mindset. I I never really been a big power hitting kind of guy. You know, I was more singles and I'd, I'd catch a and get a little double but you know I kind of got a little bit more strength than me so sometimes I put a good swing on it and it happens to carry farther so kind of always the way I've been. Here you are as a freshman as you mentioned contributing right off the bat did you even surprise yourself a little bit at how well you adjusted to the college game? Um, A little bit yeah Um, I mean I had faced some pretty good arms previously I mean with you know everywhere I'd played prior to heading down there so I think I think mentally I was pretty prepared um and physically you know it was just just getting a little bit better with my timing and stuff like that with some of the guys on the mound so one of the challenges too obviously is being the catcher is you're sort of the the field captain out there how was that adjustment and dealing with the different kinds of arms and probably a little bit of different velocity and, and movement on pitches as well yeah, I mean, big part with uh, catchers as well. Once you, you know, you meet some new pitchers, is you got to get that chemistry with them. You know, they, they, you need them to trust you, and you need to trust them to throw pitches and all sorts of counts. So it was really big to kind of get a good relationship with all the guys, and that's obviously the biggest challenge is you know meeting the new guys and figuring out what they like and what pitches they like to throw and all sorts of stuff like that. So 
was the college life what you thought it would be when it came to baseball? Um, it kind of came as a shock. I mean, you know, everybody always says that, you know, student athletes and everything like that, you know, you don't have a lot of, a lot of downtime, but I mean, really we had a lot of time and, you know, me and the guys would go hit extra and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that was the biggest, I think, change for me was, you know, I hear everybody saying that, oh, your homework eight hours a day and baseball the rest. And I think, you know, there's a little bit more downtime and time for you to do things you want to focus on as well. Mm. Um, I think that was the biggest surprise to me. Do you think part of that might be that farm boy mentality is, you know, you, you do almost your best work because you're used to doing homework after a long bus ride or whatever the case may be. So you, you kind of maximize the time as much as you can. Yeah, I would think so. And I think, you know, after coming from a farm, you know, you're always working, always doing something. So I think me not being at home doing that stuff, I kind of felt like I had a lot of extra time on my hands. Now, take us back to, it was about a year ago, I think it was March of last year, uh, you sent out a tweet about not being where you expected to be training, but got to make the best of what we've got. You were taking some pitches. Whereabouts were you as you were trying to train for potentially college? Uh, we were actually in the garage is where we were. Um, you know, we set up a little mat so we could take swings off the tee and do a little bit of side toss. Um my brother's actually throwing balls to me to work on some of my receiving stuff, um, you know, when the weather wasn't too good. Uh, so we kind of just made what we could and made the best of it. How challenging was that from a high school player's perspective, looking to get into college and that kind of thing? And here you are facing a pandemic, and you really want to be focusing on, on the on-field stuff, and you can't even face a, a real-life pitcher, or you can't even uh, see, see some pitches coming your way. It was uh, it was definitely difficult. Um, you know, you're training and you're just hoping that, you know, you can do everything you can to prepare yourself. And, you know, obviously you do lack a bit of the live ABs and the live um, game style, but um, you got to kind of fine-tune the stuff you can and work on the things you can do there. So that's kind of what I focused on was working on the little things that I could I could really perfect by myself. One of the things that I've heard from a lot of different athletes is that they wanted to make sure they were kind of game ready when they did finally get the call. What kinds of things were you trying to focus on to to make sure that you were able to hit the ground running once you were able to go to Bismarck? Just making sure I, I got my swings in and made sure I felt good and keep my body in good shape because, you know, with everything being shut down, it's it could be easy to let yourself get behind with your physicality, so kind of a big thing was to make sure that physically I was ready and you know, mentally prepare for being able to go down there because you never know when that call was going to happen or when I had to go. So Obviously things went really well down there. When you look back on the season that you had, how would you grade yourself and what do you think you need to work on going forward? Um, honestly, I would say I had a pretty good season. I felt really good about it. Um, I do think... I need to work a little bit on my infield stuff because, you know, I I did get moved out there a bit this season. Um, you know, just getting myself comfortable back in the infield, I think, would be my biggest focus this summer. Um, Hitting-wise, I just, just need to keep doing the things that I'm doing, I think. Um, don't really want to change a whole lot because, you know, obviously big changes that can affect you in a good way or a bad way. So, you know, I just kind of want to keep things the way they were and work on some defensive things. 
Let's go way back to the very beginning of your baseball journey here. How were you introduced to the game, and do you remember when you fell in love with it? Um, I was I was honestly a pretty late kid getting into baseball. Um, I did play hockey a lot. Um, I think it was my majors, literally gear. My first year I got into it, um, my coach actually put me on the mound the very first game, and I just absolutely loved it. I, I wanted to be out there all the time, and I just I loved playing the game. I'd come home and ask my brothers to play catch with me, ask my parents to play catch with me. Um, yeah, I just it was an instant. I just loved it. And I know you played goalie as a hockey player. Was it tough trying to make that decision on what you wanted to ultimately pursue? Yeah, it definitely was. Um, I mean, I didn't really make my decision to specialize until my grade 11 year. I mean, I'd, I was still in the hockey pretty big and things like that. I just, I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to play baseball and I made that decision and never looked back on it, so... One of the things that I've always been fascinated by is the multi-sport side of things. And I'm curious if you think that maybe helped you more than hindered you, because I know some people will say you need to specialize, you need to do it earlier so that you can be the best you can be. But others say the multi-sport helps you kind of keep your eyes open to sort of thinking outside the box with the game. How do you see the multi-sport aspect helping your career to this point? Um, I think the multi-sport athlete is honestly the best way to do it because, you know, you you work on, you know, different muscle categories are being used in different sports, and I think just athletically you're better all around. Um, you know, and I see a lot of kids, a lot of young kids now that, you know, their parents push them into one sport, and by the time they're 15, they fall out of love with it because, you know, they've been pushed so hard on it and they never really did anything else. Mm-hmm. At what point during that grade 11 year did you think to yourself, maybe it is time to go to the baseball side? And do you remember what kind of triggered you into saying, okay, this is the way I want to go? I think my biggest factor would have been making that uh, Canada Cup with Team Alberta would have been my turning point. I just, I never really thought I had much of, you know, a big future in baseball. It was more of I like to do it in the off season. Um, I think once I made that team, I kind of thought to myself, like, oh, like, I could be a pretty good baseball player. So, I don't know, that was kind of my turning point, I think, and I just, just decided I wanted to continue with it and loved it ever since. You're one of the few guys I know that have played with both of the big academies here in this province, Vauxhall and Okotoks. Tell us a little bit about your experiences at both. Uh, I mean, honestly, I had a really good experience with both. Um, I mean, obviously, Les does a really good job with Vauxhall and everything like that. Um, it just wasn't a good fit for me personally, you know, position-wise and stuff like that. Um, you know, it was no hard feelings with that. It was just I needed somewhere that, you know, I could focus on catching. You know, they had a couple guys in Vauxhall, and I, I respect that and everything. So, you know, he does a really good job, and I found my opportunity to kind of focus on my catching side of things and took that opportunity with Okotoks and you know, I had a really good catching coach there, and, you know, both, I give credit to both those academies for, you know, making me the player I am now, so. Especially on the catching side, when you think about some of the names that have gone through there, I, I think of Jordan Precision in particular, but there have been a few others that have come through, and you, as you mentioned with your coaching with Aaron, what did you learn at Dogs Academy that maybe put you over the edge and made you kind of realize your, your potential as a catcher? Um, I think... You know, in Okotoks, we did a lot of those new 
there's the new school catching styles. You know, we got a lot of our stuff through the twins and stuff like that. So, you know, I think with that added in with, I mean, I was in there four or five days a week working with Aaron to, you know, work with my receiving and work with being soft and quick feet and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, I think it was just the number of reps that I was able to get there that really helped me. You've had quite a few, quite a journey already, and I'm curious. I mean, you're, you're still a young guy. You're still a freshman out of college. When you look back on the career thus far, any special moments or highlights or moments where you sat there and went, I can't believe I'm at this point. Talk us through some of those, some of those special moments. Um, I would say, well, my first college home run, definitely. Um, you know, I, I came back into the dugout after that, and I just kind of sat there for a second and thought to myself, like, holy, like, I just hit my first college home run. Um, you know, it was a pretty special moment to me. And, I mean, obviously, once we once we got to that conference tournament, that, uh, that definitely kicked in where I went, oh, I'm uh, now a freshman in college, and I'm almost done with my first season. Um, that was honestly a huge moment, especially winning that with the guys. Um, can't really explain the feeling of that. So, absolutely. One of the things too I saw on your Instagram is uh, you had a nice encounter with a, a young pitcher in the majors named Mike Soroka. Uh, did you get a chance to talk to him? What was that experience like? Uh, that was awesome. Um, I walked into the field house one day and I kind of I kind of saw him out of the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, like just kind of figure trying to figure out who it was. And the guy I walked in with. He goes, is that Mike Soroka? I was like, holy, that is Mike Soroka. Um, so, you know, a bunch of the guys, you know, we were fangirling over that, getting to meet him. Um, yeah, I talked to him, and, I mean, he said he just he loves coming back and, you know, seeing the local talent. I mean, him being from here, um, I talked to him and, you know, just had a nice little conversation, just asking him how things were and, you know, how, how the life of the big leaguer was and, it was a pretty cool experience. How encouraging is it from a young baseball player's perspective when you are able to get those guys who, whether it's Soroka or I mentioned Precision or some of the other alumni that roll through, to kind of give you that guidance and give you that pat on the back to say, hey, you know, you can do this. You can make a career out of this. Yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely pretty cool, you know, especially with, you know, the Canadian talent and all that. It's uh, kind of a moment where you go, you know, we can we can make it out of here. So um, it's pretty cool just to meet them and, you know, hear about their journey and what they did to put themselves where they are. I mean, those guys, they work unbelievably hard. And, you know, they tell us that, that we need to, we want to make a career and make a living out of it. You know, you got to put the work in. you got to love what you're doing. So and obviously you've uh, kind of encapsulated that a little bit. And it segues into my next question really well is you've heard those alumni come through and offer those pieces of advice. Now that you're that college kid who can come back and talk to say the 13, 14, 15 year old kids at a, at an Academy, or maybe they're listening to this podcast, any advice you'd want to pass along their way as they begin their journeys? I would just say to trust the coaches. I mean, those guys, they know what they're doing and, you know, they, they've been around the game long enough and you just need to trust them. You know, there's going to be a lot of coaches out there that you may not like or you may think are a little bit over the top, but they know what they're doing and, you know, you just got to trust it and you know, put in the work and things will happen for you. You're back home now and, and kind of going through the quarantine process. What's in store for the summer for uh, Logan Grant? 
Um, well, this summer, I mean, hopefully you know, we can get most of our season in here with the, the WCBL and hopefully that plays through. It's going to be a little bit of a different season, but, you know, my first season of college summer, I'm, I'm excited for it and I'm excited to see what Sylvan Lake has to bring, especially being, you know, that inaugural season, everything like that. So I'm, I'm mostly just excited for it and excited to get to work again so I can, you know, ready myself for the next fall. What kinds of things do you want to work on during this summer season if we do end up getting it? Um, honestly, I think with me, I just need to get myself comfortable again as, as an infielder. You know, it's been a while since I really had to do a lot of it. Um, no, I just want to work on that and, you know, win some games and meet some new guys because, you know, that's always a cool thing, hearing stories from guys, you know, all the different schools they go to, everything like that. So I think uh, – I think it'll be cool, you know, to learn from a couple other guys and, you know, some of those Division One guys that have been around even longer than I have in baseball and, you know, pick their brains about some things. So. And you get to travel around Alberta again. I mean, you've done enough already. Why not continue the journey that way too? Yeah, it'll, uh, it'll definitely be cool, you know, especially playing close to home again with us being away all year. It's, it's definitely uh, going to be a cool experience to be around home and, I'll have my parents be able to see some games here. So, And I know they're pretty big boosters of you as well. I've seen your mom uh, posting frantically on Twitter any chance she gets. It's got to be pretty nice to have them in your back corner. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been nice to be home and, you know, see them and help them with some things around here. Um, you know, they definitely have helped me a ton, you know, putting me through. Obviously, Vauxhall and Okotoks is not a cheap process. Um, you know, they've done so much for me and I just, you know, like to see, they like to watch me play and I like to show them what, you know, the work that they did is going to work out. Very cool. Well, final question for you here, Logan. And I ask this of everybody, what does the game of baseball mean to you? Ooh, I think to me, you know, it means that, you know, you get to be a kid, I guess, still, um, you know, while we're all growing up and, you know, soon we're going to have to have real jobs and real lives, a lot of us. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a getaway for all of us to, you know, feel like a kid still and all that stress of the real life isn't, isn't there when you're playing, so. Absolutely. Well, congratulations again on a wonderful freshman season over at Bismarck. Continued success, Logan, and thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Logan Grant for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We'd also like to take some time to thank our teammates, as we sometimes do on social media, for their continued support and sponsorship. Yoketoks Dogs, Dogs Academy, Fox Hall Academy of Baseball, and the Western Canadian Baseball League. We're looking to expand our sponsorship program soon, so if you or your organization is interested, drop us a line via email or social media. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.